raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey will be here in just a little bit. And unfortunately, we start our show today with some, well, very sad news. And I hate to do this, but it is the top story, so we've got to do it. Mitch Daniels opting not to run for the United States Senate in the Republican Party against Jim Banks. Adam Rinna Politico had the story. And Banks said, or Daniels rather, said, quote, after what I hope was adequate reflection, I've decided not to become a candidate for U.S. Senate. With full credit and respect for the institution and those serving in it, I conclude that it's just not the job for me, not the town for me, and not the life I want to live at this point. Daniels goes on to say, maybe I can find ways to contribute that do not involve holding elective office if... If not, there is so much more to life. People obsessed with politics or driven by personal ambition sometimes have difficulty understanding those who are neither. So let's talk about this. Uh, And again, this news just coming down uh, earlier uh, today. Mitch Daniels again announcing he will not run for United States Senate against Jim Banks in a Republican primary. So many people thought this is the conclusion that Mitch Daniels would come to. We talked with Abdul about this. That is where his insiders were telling him that Mitch Daniels would ultimately fall. And look, if your heart isn't in something, then don't do it. And on some level, there is, you got you to tip your hat to Mitch Daniels and say, clearly his heart wasn't ultimately in it. And just being um, bullied and pushed around by a younger guy who's desperate for power, which is Look, let's face it, that's what Jim Banks has become when he voted for Kevin McCarthy, not one, not two, not three, but 15 consecutive times. Jim Banks doesn't actually believe in Kevin McCarthy. Strategically, politically, that was the right thing to do. It's the same reason Jim Banks tried to be in House leadership and then got rejected by Kevin McCarthy and then ran for Senate. Had he been in House leadership, he wouldn't have run for Senate. Jim Banks is a guy that that wants power. And So I think many of us were looking forward to Mitch Daniels maybe being goaded, for lack of a better term, into the race. Maybe Mitch Daniels would say, look, this young whippersnapper, he and his people can't say the sort of things about me that they're saying. And we said, hey, let's get in. Let's talk about it. Let's let's have some fun here. Ultimately, though, Mitch Daniels made what I think everybody would say is the correct decision if indeed you aren't doing it to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, try to make a huge impact, a huge positive impact on the American people and the people of the state of Indiana. So many people are in politics because they want power, because they want influence, because they want to be liked or be important. And Ultimately, Mitch Daniels, and I thought this line at the end was absolutely perfect. People obsessed with politics or driven by personal ambition sometimes have difficulty understanding those who are neither. And I thought that was a phenomenal quote. And we need more people in public office who are like Mitch Daniels, who are willing to walk away if indeed they feel like they've accomplished what they set out to do 
and they don't need to be in the next thing just because it is the next thing. Now, I said, this is sad. I didn't say it's sad for me because I thought Mitch Daniels would be some phenomenal U.S. senator. He might have been an okay senator. He might have not been an okay senator. We'll never know. The fact is, if Mitch Daniels had run, he probably would have won, and he probably would have won over overwhelmingly uh, because there is a great fondness for Mitch Daniels. There is a, a great fondness for nostalgia and almost anything, and Mitch Daniels uh, certainly endeared himself to many people as a governor and then as the, the head of Purdue, and, and it probably would have been an easy victory for him, not just in the primary, but also in the, the general election. Uh, it's sad, though, because, and we've said this many times on the show, the more elections an office holder has to go through to become an office holder, the better it is for us as the taxpayers because the more opportunities we have to hold the person accountable. And we have seen with Todd Young over the past six, now going on seven years, that when you don't fear anyone or anything and there is no one to hold you accountable, you see the sort of governance that you get. The reason Todd Young continually kowtows to Mitch McConnell, the reason he continues to ignore you and your emails and your phone calls, the reason he continues to vote as Mitch McConnell tells him to over what's best for you is because he fears Mitch McConnell more than he fears you. And he knows and he knew no one was going to hold him accountable. When no, no, who ran against Todd Young in a U.S. Senate primary this past year? No one. He ran unopposed. The one guy who tried got kicked off the ballot. Couldn't even get his signatures out of the Marion County Elections Office to turn them into the Secretary of State. The system is totally rigged in favor of the wealthy, the connected, the, the people with the power in the state of Indiana. We have terrible ballot access laws as it relates to running for governor or for U.S. Senate. And Todd Young knew this. So he isn't accountable to you. Todd Young's accountable to one person, Mitch McConnell, because Mitch McConnell decides how much money he gets, and Mitch McConnell decides how high he rises in Republican leadership. He's not accountable to you because he doesn't fear you. And now we have to worry about the same thing with Jim Banks, because Jim Banks has already proven that he will he will get on bended knee and kiss the ring finger of the Republican Party leadership because that's what he believes was best for his political future. Jim Banks voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. Everyone hearing my voice right now knows who Kevin McCarthy is. Everyone hearing my voice right now knows ultimately, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be a week from now, but we know ultimately once Kevin McCarthy feels safe, what he will do to the American people. McConnell, McCarthy, same guy. There's a reason Mitch McConnell was all in on Kevin McCarthy being Speaker of the House. Mitch McConnell's not going to be all in on anybody being Speaker of the House who he does not trust to do what he wants them to do. And so Jim Banks is not a dumb guy. He knows what Kevin McCarthy is, was, and always will be. Yet, what did he do? He not only voted for him 15 times... He continually went on radio stations like this one, cheerleading and stumping for other people to vote for the guy. So that gives someone like me great pause that if there is not a way to hold a Jim Banks accountable, that we could potentially get another Todd Young. Now, will he spend as much money as Todd Young? I don't know. Will he be as bad as Todd Young? I don't know. But when you see someone put their own interest ahead of you, which was the opening shot of Jim Banks running for U.S. Senate, which was Kevin McCarthy over you, 
That tells me we desperately need someone to hold Jim Banks accountable, and the general election is not going to hold him accountable. The Democrats in Indiana are completely worthless. The Democrats in Indiana offer absolutely no challenge. The Republicans this past election cycle ran two of the worst candidates you could possibly run in Todd Young and Diego Morales, and they both won overwhelmingly. So the only way to hold Republicans accountable is in a Republican primary. And Mitch Daniels would have served as an awesome way to do that for Jim Banks, and Jim Banks would have served as an awesome way to do that for Mitch Daniels. But now we don't have that. So now we have to look to who is the next person who will step up that might potentially provide a viable challenge to Jim Banks in a U.S. Senate primary because we should all be invested in that. Even if you are the biggest Jim Banks fan in the world and you think being Kevin McCarthy's best friend and you think voting for Kevin McCarthy 15 times is the greatest thing ever, you should want Jim Banks to have a robust and viable challenger because it will make Jim Banks more accountable and it will make Jim Banks a better United States senator. So I don't know. Is that uh, Trey Hollingsworth? Is that Victoria Sparts? Is that Todd Rokita? I don't know what the answer is, but I do know Mitch Daniels would have checked all of those boxes and Jim Banks would have checked all of those boxes and we would have had a real opportunity to hold whoever wins accountable. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.